0: several scriptures. This is session two of what we started last week, hearing the voice of God. I asked you this question last week. Does God still speak today? There are those who believe that God doesn't say anything anymore. That after the first century and the closing of the canon of scripture, God doesn't say anything anymore. I don't have time to go back and review, it's on our website, all of the first session, but by quick way we remembered that God is still speaking, the Bible says the heavens are still declaring the glory of God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But not just in nature, but Hebrews 1 tells us that in days of old God spoke through prophets. But in these last days He has spoken to us through His Son who is the exact personification of the glory. He is the exact exact image of the invisible God. John 1 tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The ultimate expression of God's voice is Jesus. He is the personification of the Word of God. He is that living Word that is exactly like the father he has given to us the written word turn with me to second timothy chapter 3 you say pastor this is so elementary do you know that if you don't review the fundamentals you will get beat second timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 all scripture is given by inspiration of god the word inspiration is the greek word theopneustos it means it is breathed out god has breathed out his word and it is profitable for doctrine Doctrine is that source, that source, of a belief system that is based on the entirety of the Word of God. God Almighty, have mercy on your church for not focusing on doctrine. For reproof. That is, there is a light that will dispel. The darkness of that which is not in line with the light. And that the scriptures are the litmus test of what is true or not true for correction. How many of you know that we're all in the process of learning? There's some stuff that I used to think was true, but in light of the further evidence of the scriptures and a deeper understanding, I found out that what I thought was true was inferior to what I now see with further evidence. Revelation is progressive. For instruction in righteousness. The voice of the Lord. The test of what God is saying. Are these scriptures the voice of the Holy Spirit is never out of line with the written Word of God the Rhema does not conflict with the Lagos they're incongruence and if anybody tells you God said this but it doesn't line up with this then that is not this But God speaks today. Here's what we found out last time. Turn with me quickly to John 14. What we found out last time was that Jesus said, I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to send my Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the counselor, the guide, the helper. We found out in John 14, verse 26. That he said he's going to teach you all things and bring remembrance to to you the things that I said to you. We saw in chapter 15, in verse 26, that when the Helper, the Holy Spirit, comes, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. He's going to say something. We saw in 16, verses 7 through 14, we found out. Let's look again at verse 13. When He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all the truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but what He hears, He will speak. And He will tell you things to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit is going to say something. All things that the Father has are mine, verse 15. And therefore I say he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I'm going to tell you something. Your heavenly Father did not lose his voice when Jesus ascended to sit at the right hand. The Holy Spirit is a speaking God. He speaks. Yes, he speaks in line with this written word, But he takes what he hears from God and speaks it to you. You are not the essence of the word of God. You are a receiver and a carrier. You don't originate God's word. You hear it and are a vehicle through whom it works. How would it surprise us that an unseen God could speak to us today through the through the deposit of the Holy Spirit at our rebirth? Y'all see this little box right here? Let me see if I can do this right. You know I'm not a technical genius. Anything or yet. You know what? Like Leo, you may have to help me now. Deep, Women now. You all I hear that? Wait a minute now. You couldn't hear that with your natural ear without a device, yes or no? That was a radio station. Somewhere that radio station has a transmitter that is sending out those voices you just heard into the atmosphere. It has a partner up in space where you can't see called a satellite that is beaming that which you can't hear in the natural ear in the atmosphere. It is beaming those messages back down and in this little device, there is a receiver. And that receiver, when it is switched on properly, will give you what... The transmitter is sending, coming from the source. When you were born again by faith in Jesus Christ, your receiver got turned on. There is something that wouldn't work, there is something you couldn't hear, there's truth you couldn't see. But when the receiver got turned on, now you can hear things you used to not be able to hear. The preaching of the word is to those who are perishing foolishness. You can't hear that, but when the receiver starts working, then you're able to hear what you could never hear before. That receiver is fully operational Because the Spirit of God has come to live in the believer who, by faith, has received Jesus as Lord. That Spirit is fully operational, but it has to be switched on by something called faith, which comes by hearing the Word of God. Well, I almost got out of teaching, started preaching a little bit. You have the equipment to hear. Oh, God, don't ever say anything to me. You have the equipment. I wonder if, you know, you ought to turn the equipment on. What does the voice of the Lord sound like, Pastor? We talked about this last time. Sounds like the voice of your shepherd. Jesus said, I am the shepherd of the sheep and the voice of a stranger. They simply will not hear. How familiar is the voice of the Lord to you? We talked about that last time. The Spirit discloses and bears witness of Jesus. We just read that. We talked about last time how the spiritual language is sometimes impressions in your inner man. There are impressions of affirmation and peace, and sometimes there are affirmations, uh, there are restraints and checks. We talked about that at length last week. Does he speak through others? We talked about that last week, that the, the answer is a resounding yes, but we also reminded you that you need to hear from God before you hear from others because other people sometimes have an agenda that is not in line with the agenda of the Spirit of God. We talked about, however, the power of having a close, safe place where you can take what you're struggling with and wondering if you're really hearing the voice of God and having what I call a spiritual covering that, will, that that word will bear witness with or send off alarms to. Because all of us have this stuff on and we're subject to error, but whatever you do, don't be so afraid that you will mishear God that you don't ever listen. What a tragedy it would have been going through what you went through if you would never get in a vehicle again. You may even mishear God, but whatever you do, don't decide that you're not going to listen anymore because then you're going to li- you're going to miss the greatest blessing and adventure of your life is being able to hear and be directed by the Spirit of God. He directs, yes. He speaks directly. Yes, He speaks through impressions, disturbing or affirmation. Yes, He speaks through other people. But you know, let me just say this just a minute. I have had many people come to me over the course of my life and ministry who said, you know, I believe God told me to tell you. And I am always appreciative and honoring of that But I always say, Holy Spirit, you are my teacher. You are my guide. You lead me into all the truth. I'm asking you to bear witness with this or just let me know that there's no witness of this. Do you know that every person who's come to me and told me that I should, and many times they give me directions. Do you know that every time that I have listened to the Spirit of God and not had the inner witness that that's what I ought to do, every time I didn't do it, those people left the ministry. Now, isn't that interesting? Are y'all listening to me? The Holy Spirit, if He chooses to to speak to you through other people, it is not It is not for a dictation, uh, it is not something that is supposed to give you direction. In fact, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 says that the purpose of the gift of prophecy is to encourage, to, to edify, to encourage to build up and to comfort it is not to say to you you need to sign up break up get up join up only the Lord is your shepherd the Holy Spirit takes what your shepherd is saying the direction is over time it is consistent It is the familiar voice of the Lord. Other people who are well-meaning should not be telling you things like whether or not you should take this job or that one or marry this person or do this or do that. Direction comes from the Lord. You believe in the gift of prophecy? Well, the scriptures do, so I do. 1 Corinthians 14 tells me to earnestly desire that I may prophesy. So I'm either going to obey that or not. But the purpose of that gift in the context of the Scriptures is to edify, to build up, to encourage, to comfort. That's the vehicle through which the Lord uses the voice of other people. Does God use circumstances to speak to us? Well, here's the question to that. Is He sovereign? Yes or no? Are the very hairs of your head numbered? Does He know every time a sparrow falls throughout the whole universe? As Sharon read for us today, is He intimately acquainted with all your ways? Yes or no? Well, then if He is the sovereign God of the universe who loves you so much and actually lives within you by His Spirit, isn't, it, isn't, it cap- isn't He capable of working from the outside as well as the inside? Daniel says the hearts of the king are in the hands of the Lord. He turns them whithersoever He desires. The circumstances of our lives are a way that God Speaks to us. I love Romans 8, 28. You know it. All things work together for what? To who? Does it say all things are good? No. All things in the life of a believer work together for good to those who what? Love God and are what? Called according to His purpose. What does that mean? God is able to use what he doesn't initiate he's sovereign there are those who say if it happened it's what he wanted that's not faith that's fatalism don't require any faith to believe that If it happened, it's what he wanted. God is so big and so awesome and so powerful, he can take even that which he didn't initiate and work it together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. See, those who believe that kind of nonsense don't ask themselves the hard question. You honestly believe that God wanted little children to be molested? God have mercy on that kind of thinking. I'll tell you this, though, I have met with and I know. There are people who have walked through that painful, painful, painful journey who out of their suffering have come to know him in an intimate and personal way and are being used mightily to break the bondage off other people by the grace of God who has brought them through. God causes all things to work together for good to those who who love him and are called according to his purpose we should have a discerning mind and heart and say oh god how do you want me to perceive these circumstances do you want me what are you trying to develop are you trying to do something mighty and deep in me or am i supposed to rise up and say no sir not here in the name of Jesus, you take your hands off me and my family, devil. No, sir. God, give us discerning hearts to know what the Lord is up to. and What he wants to accomplish in us and through us. Learning to hear the voice of God. Go on this journey with me. I want to close with this. This is what the Lord is speaking to me lately. As I get on this journey of my life I understand there's only two things only two things I'm still here for. Only two. The Spirit asked me these questions this week. Do you love me more than you loved me yesterday? And I thought, God, how would I know that? The Spirit counseled me two reasons. Number one, do you know me better than you knew me yesterday? Because if you only knew what I felt about you, you would fall more deeply in love with me. If you only knew. So I said, God, give me a greater revelation of the love that you have for me. Grant it. Number two, if to love him more, Peter said, Lord, when when Jesus said, Do you love me? Peter said, Well, I like you a lot. That's the interpretation of the Greek. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Take what I've given you and invest it in those that I lead into your life. Serve somebody. So, I got to go on the the journey of to love you more. I've got to know you more deeply. Give me revelation of it, God, and give me greater revelation in serving. Number two, not only do you love me more, do you trust me more today than you trusted me yesterday? You know what that means? You've got to learn to make the decision. To obey confused. To obey scared. Because faith comes by hearing, but trust comes many times through silence. Remember what the word says? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own ability to understand. In all your ways acknowledge Him. He'll direct your steps. Let's all stand. How many of you would stay with me today? The desire of my heart is to hear the voice of my Lord more clearly through His spoken word, through His direction. I know He can speak a direct word into my spirit. Holy Spirit, give me discernment that I may hear your voice more clearly. I also know that the Holy Spirit can speak to me through other people, through my circumstances, through his strong impressions, through peace, and through the disturbing of peace. Holy Spirit, give me greater affinity to hear the voice of my Lord Jesus. I desire to love you more than I loved you yesterday. I know that will include knowing you better. Give me revelation of how you feel about me, deeper and deeper, mighty revelation, that I may know your greater love for me. And Holy Spirit, grant me the greater ability to trust you more so that I'm done with worry, fear, anxiety, anger, and frustration. I want to trust you that every detail of my life is in your hands and it is good in Jesus' name.